Fishing like a local isn't just about catching fish. It's about connecting with the environment and the people who call it home. It's about hearing the stories and traditions that have been passed down for generations and sharing unforgettable moments with the people you meet along the way. Fishing like a local is having an experience that stays with you forever. And with Fishing Booker, you can experience it too, no matter where you are. Discover your next adventure on Fishing Booker. Midway USA brand product designers have one straightforward goal. Develop high-quality, technically sound products and deliver them to customers at reasonable prices. If you are immersed in the shooting sports industry and pay close attention to every single detail, you know our products are built right and stand up to everyday use. Who has shooting mats and range bag systems to hunting clothing and just about everything for the outdoors? Log on and shop 24-7 with super fast shipping. MidwayUSA.com This segment is brought to you by Jigmaster Jigs. When in doubt, get the jig out. Go to Jigmasters.com and use promo code PNF20 and save 20% off your next jig order today. Welcome to The Reel Down on Paddle and Fin with your hosts, Dan Perry and Jimmy Skinner, where we talk about everything with tournament kayak fishing. Here we go. Hey, welcome to Monday night, the reel down on the Paddle and Fin Network. Uh, wow. we'll give it, yeah, we'll give it one minute here for everybody to get on and and get going. Uh, if if you like the show, like it, share it, send it to everybody <laughs> else out. You know, to everybody else out in Facebook land and. And, uh, you know, promote some high school. We have a, a great show. We're going to be talking about high school anglers tonight. So, yeah, it's and this is it's a pretty cool thing because this is a first for them, too. And it's it's a we'll talk more about it when we get them in. But it's the first time for qualifications via kayak. So it's going to be pretty, pretty cool thing to talk about. Yeah. And we got some we got a, a guest that we've had on before with Freddie Garza and uh, we got Mr. Clint Henderson. And then we'll have a. Uh, Kale and Will come in here in just a second. Yeah. All right. So without further ado, let's bring everybody on. First, we have the Georgia State SAF FLW High School Champions, Kale Henderson and Will Holloway. Thank you. What's for up, guys? Yes. Don't be modest. Tell everybody how good you are. Tell us, so, you know, this is when you cue in Queen and we are the champions. Yeah. And uh, I, you have to. We, we got a little bit of clicking tonight. Um, some technical issues. Hopefully, it won't be too bad. Uh, and also, we have Freddie and Michelle Garza. And they, we've talked Freddie before. He's the Bass Nation, Bass Nation Kayak Series director for Georgia, and his wife Michelle, who helps. Who actually him. does everything? Michelle's the one. <laughs> all. That's right. That's right. I like it. He's and the I, face, and she's the workhorse. <laughs> And also somewhere hiding in the background, we have Kale's dad, uh, Clint Henderson, hiding too. So you'll see that bearded face stuck in here in a minute. Yeah. So, so what's we... going on with everybody? There, there he is. is. <laughs> 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 All right, what's every uh, everybody? If you if you have any questions tonight, just go ahead and ask. We'll uh, uh, you know, we'll ask them as as we go. So here we go. All right. So while we're having you, know, well, I'll, I'll how's everybody okay. doing? You go ahead. Everything getting back. Doing good. Everything know, getting back to normal. It's slowly but surely. You know, I think we were pretty fortunate to kind of squeeze in the final uh, tournaments we needed to crown our our champions there. And uh, you know, it was it was a hectic month of May for sure. Uh, I bet. With, you know, the downturn and everything kind of slowing up and. You know, ducking and diving and trying to figure out what ramps were open, which ones weren't, where we could host it. And, um, you know, ultimately we ended up finishing May uh, at Hard Labor Creek Reservoir, which uh, did not fish very well for our competitors, but they grinded it out. I mean, Kale and Will, I'm sure, could tell you, you know, how, how that all went down. But uh, it was it was really interesting to see the kids out there and, you know, not giving up and, and doing what needed to be done for sure. Hey, Kale, and we'll let, let me have you at the bottom of that page to leave studio. Leave the studio and then come back, uh, restart your just your your site 
and then come back on. And I, I think maybe that'll get rid of the clicking. Uh, Nicholas Beltran, the uh, tackle fishing adventures, giving us a little tip here. Maybe that'll help out. Well, while we're waiting on them, so what we've got here, folks, is uh, Kalen Wheeler, the first ever student team in the Student Angler Federation and FLW to ever qualify for the high school national championship in kayaks. So first question, because I'm very ignorant to all of this. So they qualified in kayaks, but they will compete the championship in a boat, correct? Correct. Okay. Well, that's cool. Hopefully that'll change soon. But, <laughs> yeah. But for now, we'll play nice. So um, just because we know really nothing about it, Freddie, start us out with like how the format works. Um, like, are y'all using – we need to know everything. Do you have yeah. captains or boat marshals? Are y'all doing CPR? Are y'all keeping weights, tourney X? How are y'all doing it? So we are we are CPR, um, you know, and that's a very good question. You know, this being our first year, we um, we had to really – we had to be pretty pliable. I mean, just given the, the COVID situation originally when we had started out, we had spot safety spotters that would go out and, and watch over all of our anglers as they, you know, went to their, to their individual spots. And we had volunteers that were, you know, keeping, keeping an eye on them and make, you know, ensuring that we were kind of covering all the safety measures that we had put in place. Um, when COVID hit, obviously we couldn't have, you know, that, that, format anymore so we we scurried around try to figure it out and after reading the rules of student angler federation we realized that you know we were able to have well, they have boat captains on the uh, mm -hmm. on the boat side so what we did is we kind of morphed our parents and volunteers to, to that to that role of captain so while while we couldn't have you know 10 or more people at any given time what we did was we started we almost we went virtual basically, yeah. and we allowed our parents to be that spotter and that safety, and in turn become you know their coach, which worked out perfectly. And you know, actually at the end of the season, we kind of all got together and we realized you know this is a great format. Let's keep this going because it allows opportunities for you know our high school anglers to have someone who you know hopefully can can put them on fish or at least put them near fish and give that advice. But ultimately. You know, it is the angler's responsibilities to, to do the work and, and catch the fish. So um, that's really how our format has kind of morphed coming out of COVID. And like I said, we'll probably keep that moving into next year. Um, but as far as that, it's, it's very standard of what you'll see in the adult side. Uh, nothing really changes as far as, you know, we, we typically... We're, we're utilizing more reservoirs just to keep, you know, safe distances and, and be able to keep eyes on the kids as well. So yeah. we probably won't be hitting any larger um, bodies of water just for that safety factor. Um, but other than that, it's it's very similar to what you'll see on the adult side. The rules are, are very similar. You know, we utilize mainly uh, kayak fishing rules. Uh, again, CPR, what they do is they'll they submit all the fish to Michelle throughout the day. And at the end of the day, we tally them up and, and award the winners. So. See, told you that she was doing all the work. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, so when, when you're Will and Kale, when y'all are doing this, so obviously in a boat, you'd be fishing right next to each other and kind of working off of each other. How are y'all doing that and keeping that mentality in a kayak? Because when you go into the championship, you're going to have to go back to that, that kind of, fishing together you know having each other's back so how's that working we pretty much do that stay together and then if we're not catching anything we'll go try another spot and when somebody start catching something we'll all go there okay and do y'all kind of uh do you use like a i know you probably don't this sounds crazy but kind of like a in a boat you'd have you know the guy running the motor and kind of the follow-up guy do y'all kind of pick a spot apart the same way like that? Or do y'all just kind of do your own thing and see what happens when y'all are, you know, once you find the fish or you find a spot that's productive, kind of how, how do y'all take care of it that way? Uh, well, like when we were fishing hard labor, uh, we had both spread out. So we had this one bank we were fishing. And so Will went down to the far end. I started at the beginning and we, uh, we met up with each other and then, Went from there. How, how close do you have to be to each other? 
Is there yeah. is there any kind of rule? No, there's there's no rule as long oh, right. as they're within sight of their coach. Sight. Okay. Oh, okay. Yeah. So I was wondering how that worked if, with like in their case with Clint because he's the you know he's the coach the the captain. I wondered if he had to just check in on each of them or if he had to stay in sight of them at all times. Right. But okay. Just in sight. Okay. Well, well, let's back up a second, Will and Kale, since you're the champions. How would y'all get into kayak fishing? Uh, well, I started, or Clint got me into it because he was doing it, and then I got a kayak, and he started a fishing tournament in the lake beside us. And I just kept going, and I realized I liked it. What kind of kayak you fishing out of? Oh, uh, uh, native. There you go, oh, Mister Native up there. Which one? Which one you got? The ultimate thirteen, the pedal oh. driver. Okay, the yeah, yeah okay. Right. And and Kale, you, you're pretty serious, man. Yeah, I see you with the dugout hat. You uh, you fished you and your your pops fished the Logan and Martin event, right? For BASS. Uh, that was just dad. Oh, just him. I well, I, I know you were there because I I saw you at the the dugout trailer there. What uh, one of the mornings of practice? Because whenever I saw you, I was like, "Hey, I've seen him before." So, how did you get into it, Caleb? Kind of same thing. Well, a while back, Dad uh, started into kayak fishing and just brought it into the family, and just he's been there ever since. Is it uh you think it's gonna be hard for y'all to get, get back in a bass boat when you do it go for the championship? Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I see y'all running that thing up super shallow and get trying to get in places those kayaks usually get I think it's gonna yeah. be a little bit of a transition. Uh, who's gonna run the trolling motor? I hadn't figured that out yet. Rochambeau <laughs> right now. Yeah, yeah. Y'all are used to having your own deal. It's it's gonna be tough, you know, being in the same boat together like that. And it, like, you, when I run a trolling motor, you're gonna be all over the place. Yeah, you gotta watch out. You can't like hook each other since you're going to be close. And <laughs> man, just be careful out there. So I, I said, oh, definitely, it's gonna be a hard transition. I would imagine for me, it would be. I mean, I don't ever get in a bass boat anymore now. And I've went to Logan Martin to pre-fish for that Bass Nation event, and uh, the. I don't know, seven hours I was on the water. It was like I'd never ran a trolling motor before. I hadn't remembered how to drive a boat. It was terrible. <laughs> but, uh, so how, how old are you? I'm 17. I'm 14. Good Lord, man. 14 and he's already going big. I oh, know. He, he could probably kill both of us out there on the water. Yeah. He's like the next Jackson or so we mentioned that you know y'all are the the uh, the champions, but I didn't mention where y'all are going or when. So y'all are headed up to Lacrosse uh, this month, right? Twenty third through the twenty oh, seventh. Yes, sir. That's awesome. Have either one of y'all ever been up there? Never. I haven't been. Farthest I've been is like Kentucky. Okay. Wow. Okay. <laughs> We've been so a whole bunch of new places. About as far as I've been. So are y'all gonna are y'all going up early to have time to pre-fish or are there rules for that or we get three days of pre-fishing. Okay. okay. That's good. So I okay. actually y'all are formulating a plan right now. Oh, yeah. Make your make your dad take you to the Wisconsin Dells while you're up there. I was I remember I was about your age when I, uh, Kale whenever I went up there and man, that's like the coolest place. You think Wisconsin, it's like uh eh, Wisconsin, but it, it's cool up there, man. And, and the fishing's phenomenal. Like if you like to throw a frog, at, I think it there, and there's definitely going to be a lot of fish. It, you know, no matter how you do it, it should be a good time. It's, it's oh yeah, it seems like it be no matter how you like to fish, there's going to be that there. If you if you want to fish grass, you can fish grass. If you want to fluid banks, you can do that. If you want to fish deeper water, which is. Have y'all already yeah, got an idea of what area y'all are y'all gonna like take it apart? Not really. Not really. No, no, no map <laughs> yet. 
If I'm starting cutting in and out, it just started storming real good here again. So sorry. So where? So yeah, y'all are headed up there the 23rd and the 27th. So, Freddie, go over kind of how this got, how they got there. Um, I know you said that y'all had a. I think you said there was four events. Kind of tell us about right. that. And I know you you kind of told me that there's like a point system. Kind of explain how all that works and how they got to where they, they are. Hunting boots are a critical component of any successful hunt. Whether walking a short distance to your blind or trudging miles through rugged terrain, your feet are carrying the load. Without the right boots, you could give up early and lose out on that trophy just over the ridge. At Midway USA, we make selecting boots for your next hunt easier. With just a few clicks of a mouse, you can decide on what's important like waterproofing, insulation, size, width, and savings. For just about everything for shooting, hunting, and the outdoors, check out MidwayUSA.com. Okay. Well, I'll let Michelle explain the point system. That's hers. But, it, you know, it's one that, you know, we, we took the time to really put together. And, you know, really a lot of what uh, went behind that point system was, you know, trying to uh, trying to up the participation on the, on the high school side. Obviously, we've got, you know, a lot – taking into consideration that a lot of these anglers are especially coming into kayaking or, you know, kind of first time anglers. Um, I won't say that for these two young gentlemen here, but you know, we do have quite a few. So, you know, keep it in all fairness to, to everybody participating, you know, we created a point system that we felt was fair to, to everyone. Um, you know, both those who are, are competitive and are grinding it out to grab the points. And then those who are just there to compete and participate. So, um, sure. everyone, you know, everyone does get points, but obviously your merit is based off of your, your finishes. So the higher you finish, the more points you're going to get. And it's also based off of participation. So a lot of our calculation comes from the amount of people that signed up for that particular tournament. So next year, you know, we're looking at, uh, probably we're hoping for a lot larger number. So our, our point system is going to be a lot larger next year with, with more participation, but. What kind of participation of day, you know, do you kind of usually have? We've been, you know, this year, you know, with COVID too, but we were averaging right about 20. Uh, our last two uh, tournaments, we had 18 anglers out there. Um, but there was a difference. I think this May, we, we had a little bit of a drop off. Everybody, you know, that competed was really trying for this uh, student angler spot. So yeah. it was more the, the people who were there to, to go somewhere. Yeah. Uh, now I think here in the next few months we're we're hoping to turn it back because we still do have the uh, you know we do want to crown a, a state championship for our association or a state champion for our association and that'll happen in uh, September in the fall so uh, we we kind of run two different point systems we we finished the uh, SAF FLW point system with Kale and Will there uh, but their their points will still roll over for um angler of the year and actually our championship our state champion champion will be crowned off of a one-day fish which will happen in uh, september awesome cool. well michelle take it away explain all these points and how you guys did <laughs> um let's just take uh let's say we've got 20 anglers um so you can earn 20 points if it's based on length um, if you get, if you come in first link, then you get 20 points and it goes down. Like, I mean, a typical point scale, let's say, um, 10 of the 20 anglers actually caught something. 10 of them didn't, um, it's based on length, 20 points for, you know, um, biggest stringer, 19 points for second, 18 for third, so on, so forth. So just a one point drop off. It is, but then if you were at least there, participated, even if you didn't catch anything, we take the remaining points. So you start, if you start with 20 points, you add 20, 19, 18, 17, 16, all the way down to one. And whatever that total number of points is, that's how many are awarded. Okay. So um, angler, the top 10 anglers get 20, 19, 18, and then the the lower tier um they get the remaining points divided by the number of anglers that were participating okay. or left. and that's that's how it's figured that's an interesting take so are y'all 
uh, Will and Keller, y'all, is it three fish stringer, five fish stringer? How are y'all usually doing it? Five fish. Five fish. Okay. I like it. And what, what kind of bodies of water are you, are you doing these on? Are they smaller because it's kayak and you can get on smaller stuff? Or are you doing it on, you know, big ones like Lanier and things like that? All reservoirs. All reservoirs. So that we can keep an eye on them or yeah. somebody can from a safety perspective. Yep, for sure. Yeah, I'm, I mean, those numbers are great, but I'm sure, you know, everything the first year is, is you know, difficult. People are getting used to it. I'm sure next year you're going to see a lot of growth because, you know, I, like I fished kayak and, and uh, I mean, I fished, I have a bass boat in college on my college team. And uh, yeah, I didn't have the money for that. So I was struggling. <laughs> So I, right. I can't imagine for high school kids, you know, y'all are trying to come up with baits and gas and oil and maintenance. It seems well, like packing is a perfect fit for high school and college anglers. And something I, I talked with Freddie and Michelle about this at the classic, because uh, the guy I pre-fished with is the captain for his daughter's high school team. And it's something they run into. A lot of these schools have got phenomenal anglers, but the school's not going to support you. They'll, They'll give you their support as far as you can put your our name on it, but you got to come up with the boat, you got to come up with the money, come up with your own sponsors, and that's just not. And then you you know you're competing against other schools and the different divisions or areas where they've got the money and the you know so it. I feel like the kayaking thing is making it accessible and making it fair. So right. I, I don't know. And I, that's allows yeah. them some independence and like you mentioned, they don't have to find a captain, um, you know, to volunteer their time. If their parents, you know, don't have a boat, don't, don't fish, you know. Yeah. So. Well, that's a, that's a big one too. I didn't think of a, a kid wanting to fish and they don't have a cabin because their parents aren't into it, but they are like, you know, I was into all kind of crazy stuff. My parents wasn't into, <laughs> I couldn't imagine, <laughs> you know, so so, guys, uh, tell us about the season. So, how did y'all do in the other events? I mean, obviously, you did really well because you're here. You're in, you're the champions, and you're headed up to lacrosse. But um, there were four events. How'd y'all do in them? Don't don't be bashful. Just tell yeah, us. Did, how did, did you, you just slay everybody, or was it close? <laughs> it was it was pretty close. It was pretty close the way through. You know, for for Kale and Will, I think this this last push in the month really. Uh, put them up there. Uh, they were always in the running, uh, but it wasn't until the first uh, uh, Hard Labor Creek in early May that they really kind of solidified their spot, and it was theirs to lose after that. But, um, you know, that the interesting thing about how they progressed into it, honestly, it's, it's the efforts of them both. Um, and that's where, you know, the other two teams, because we, we judge them individually, and at the end of the day, we tally the team points to give oh, okay. to get what to give the team points. They fish individually. So for Will oh, and, and Hale, I believe they finished second and third in the first May tournament. So that really shot him up there. And I, like I said, it was theirs to lose after that. So that's awesome. I was, I was wondering yeah. How that goes. yeah. If both of them had to have five or yeah. Right. Okay. That makes sense. Huh? Well, yeah. so that so that event that we're talking about that kind of put y'all there. Um, what were what was y'all stringers uh, since y'all were second and third? What what what'd you have? It was pretty slow. I think I ended up with like twenty nine inches. I had uh, four fish for fifty two and a quarter. So there's only there's only one limit caught that day. That first yes, day. Freddie was saying it didn't fish all that well. No. <laughs> the second the second um tournament at hard labor um had some really nice stringers people started calling on that one uh, nice nice nice. and they both did very well there yeah. the the first one was a grind and i, and I had the privilege actually uh clinton had to work that weekend and i had the privilege of, of being their spotters but it was a it was a slow morning for him, and you know just to watch these two young men just not not give an ounce of give up. You know, I mean, it was conditions were just terrible, in my opinion. I mean, I was looking at everything, and I'm like, I just yeah, I, I don't see the bite being very good today. But you know, they didn't give up, and 
Honestly, it's not like they knew what they wanted to do. They knew the area they wanted to stay in. They stuck it out and, you know, toward the end of the day, started producing, which, you know, I, hands down for me, I'm like, wow. <laughs> I'd, have, I'd have blown this whole scenario to pieces, but they kept it together and ultimately came in uh, second and third that day. So hats off to them for that one, for sure. Thank you. So, uh, yeah, what, what, what was your technique? So you, uh, maybe not that day, but, uh, on every show we try to get some juice from somebody so will and kale get give us a little something what, what's your uh what what's your favorite techniques man well we told everybody we call them bubble gum flukes pick them up so <laughs> but what really happened yeah it was a really deep lake it was structure all the way so it just fish the structure it was it was definitely different for me because I'm I'm one of the ones that likes to power fish all of those like jigs and crankbaits, all that kind of stuff, all moving baits. Yeah. Uh, sh shake your head's about as uh, finesse as I get. But uh, so yeah, fishing those waters, we had to go to a lot more finesse tactics and all that. It was challenging, but it worked out. So it. Uh, Will's got the Z-Man hat, so it's what, like Ned rigs and thing and things, Nico rigs, stuff like that. Baits. Yeah. Uh, I like fish and chatter baits. Oh, okay. Let me tell you. <laughs> so, uh, hard man, labor. Hard, hard labor broke broke a power fisherman down to a wacky rig. <laughs> <laughs> I was just day. about to say, I know that there was a Senko that came out in that. Yeah, I want to know what that new uh, yeah. camera 2.0 is going to be. It, you don't happen to have any insight on that, huh? I haven't even Not seen really. anything about that. It shows how much I've been paying attention. Well, they they released a teaser saying the new yeah. camera 2.0. So waiting to see what that's all about. <laughs> so uh, I got a couple yeah. questions for Clint. If y'all want to get him to squeeze in for a second. I'll do a little cut out here. Uh, Thursday, Thursday, the OG show is going to be back live. So uh, that'll be its new night and time as Thursday night OG show. So tune in for that. Heck yeah. Old Brian. Yeah. So now that we've got you in here, I'm just curious since you're, you know, you're the coach and captain and the Spotter. one following these goofballs around. Like, have you seen, you know, growth with them working together or, you know, getting better at at fishing itself or at being a team what what are you seeing from them yeah all of the above um it's been awesome to watch this season because uh it, it it was some some tough fisheries from the get-go down there at that first tournament at charlie elliott boy it was brutal it was uh when was that tournament february yeah Cold. Yeah. They had drawn every lake on the property down. They were almost empty, and it was, it was wind. Like 30 wind. Yeah, thirty mile an hour wind out of the Black north. Happened. And didn't have pedals at that time. And it <laughs> <Yeah>. was, uh, <laughs> that that tournament uh, gave Will the motivation to save some money and get a pedal drive kayak because the tail's <laughs> just out there <laughs> just around the lake, and Will was blown against the dam and couldn't move. <laughs> but. Uh, yeah, from that tournament to where they are today, that, that last hard labor tournament, just seeing them work together. It, it was brutal for me sitting out there <laughs> watching them fish for eight hours and oh. not being able to wet a hook. That was pretty tough. <laughs> I bet. I, I, didn't, I, didn't like, I didn't like that part of it, but the rest of it I like watching them laying fish and seeing them figure stuff out. And, you know, it, it was blowing me away this season with, you know, the stuff that he's, he's thinking of and, you know, coming up with now, like, oh, I saw this, saw this happen, and you know, and then react to it and change baits, and it, it, they're they're both they've both done really really well. I can't wait to go to lacrosse and uh, see what we can do up there. Have you ever fished up there before? I have not. There's been some big uh, high profile kayak tournaments up there, but I haven't made one of them. I've, I've always looked at it and said, "Woo, man, that's." A that's a long ways from home. Yeah, <laughs> it's nine hundred fifty miles, to fourteen and a half hours. So, yeah, we, but, we're uh, too, too yeah, big we're going up there. there. 
this year. I, I would have liked to have went, but like you said, it's, it's Alabama and Georgia. It's a long way from us. Yeah, it looks amazing, though. I think we're going to have a real good time either way, no matter what, because there's a bunch of fish in it and a bunch of covered fish. Oh, and there's how do you, do y'all know the boundaries for it yet? It's pool seven, eight, and nine. They'll be launching in eight. Okay. So that you can, so you can lock up and lock down. What are y'all doing for a boat for that? I mean, I'm assuming y'all buying a boat, have a boat, or in the championship, is it kind of a provided thing? Yeah, well, I guess. <laughs> I had a little comment. Uh, Freddie had a, a captain and boat lined up, but um, I guess I had a little bit of confidence in him, so I went and I went and bought a Ranger about a month ago. Oh, you <laughs> uh, older O2 Ranger, but uh, it, yeah, it, all this all this going on and having to made made that uh, made that a little bit easier to sell to Mama. And, <laughs> and yeah. Uh, yeah, we might need a Ranger if these boys win the points. We can go like that. <laughs> so, so my youngest uh, his, his little brother has been he's been dying for a bass boat i used to i used to have a bass boat and then you know got rid of and got in the kayak world and haven't looked back but my, my youngest has been begging for a bass boat for a few years now <laughs> gotta keep them all happy just long enough to get him into a kayak too and then yeah, yeah. so freddie yeah. uh or, or anybody that wants to answer what is their, what's the big prize for other than the, you know, obviously the bragging rights, what's the big prize for the national championship? Is it like scholarship money or? The 1911 is one of the most iconic firearms in history designed by John Browning. The 1911 was the standard issue sidearm of the U S military from 1911 to 1985. While Colt produced the original, almost every major firearm company has produced its own version. It's wildly revered for its reliability, crisp trigger, and is still a favorite for all types of shooters. Whether you're looking to buy or build a 1911 and just about everything for guns, log on to MidwayUSA.com. It, yes, so there's uh, quite a bit. I don't have the uh, the numbers in front of me, but it's it's huge. There's 40 colleges that'll be represented there. There's uh, a, a slew of scholarships that'll be given throughout the throughout the week. So. That'll be sweet. For us, you know, we were we were very fortunate, and you know, one of the things that we wanted to do in our association here in Georgia is just to to, to be able to give back to all of our anglers and the parents because they, you know, they're the ones who really put in the work to get the uh, the student anglers to our events, and you know, we we did uh, hand out a stipend to help with the the cost of of going to the national championship. And that's something we're looking at doing every year from this point forward, as well as hopefully building up enough to start giving out our own scholarships uh, as we move forward. That's awesome, man. Yeah. Big thing. I hope these, I'm ahead, sorry. Michelle. These kids also um, deserve credit. I mean, they were up early. These guys in particular, there was one other team. They were coming from West Georgia all the way over here, you know, to East Georgia. And there wasn't a tournament near them at all. And that's how dedicated they were, um, not only in grinding it out for the eight hours they were out on the water, but, you know, the three hours, two and a half hours over here, the two and a half hours back. Um, I know Clint had posted some pictures of the, of the boys on the way back home, you know, just white. And um, the, the parents and the kids, they, they deserve some credit just getting here. Um, we are next year in an attempt to um, spread out the locales and try to attract more students from different areas so that they aren't traveling quite so far. Um, but, but the kids, you know, they, they deserve credit on that too. They had a lot of early mornings. And that, Jim, that, that that's great as a parent. I mean, you, you want your kids to be fishing rather than, you know, chasing fast women and, you know, <laughs> trying to stay out of trouble. You know? I got what, what is it? What's that saying? Get them addicted to fish, and they won't have any money for anything else. Yeah. There you go. That's all right. So he's talking about you know giving them a whole bunch of credit. I got to tell. Go ahead, Clint. I, I got to tell a story on Will. I distinctly remember Will saying at Charlie Elliott, "I should have stayed home in my warm bed." <laughs> <laughs> I think that all the time. 
cold and windy and <laughs> the wind just went right through you. Well, I hear you, bud, but but it it, it was worth it now, don't you see? And, and they yeah. bring it home with them from Wisconsin too. Yeah, I mean y'all being into chatter power. Yeah, I mean, it's, I'm sure you've had to slow down and learn some techniques and, and do some things that you don't necessarily like to do. So I'm, I'm sure doing that made you better fishermen and probably better men as, you know, too. <laughs> the dealing with adversity and, and tough things. I mean, and, you know, guys your age getting up early to go hit a tournament versus, I mean, I wasn't doing that when I was in high school. I was trying to sleep in and like hang out and party and just fish whenever I was awake, you know, like there was no, there was no push for anything important. So, um, so we know you're doing the high school, the, the fishing thing through the high school. Do you guys, uh, do y'all fish any like local club level stuff or have y'all done any of the, I know, you know, uh, Kel said he didn't fish the Bass Nation or do you have any plans to fish any of the big events since we've got stuff starting to fire back up and get rescheduled and happen? Uh, well, uh, me and uh, my little brother Kate have uh, planned to do some bass boat tournaments start, when they start back up. Oh. Good luck with well, Gotcha. What about you, Will? Yeah. Uh, we just we do an online tournament every month called Southeastern East Kayak Fishing. And then Clint started Fishers Menu at a lake right beside our house so we fish that every monday night we actually just came back from fishing there oh, okay that's actually where i first met will about okay. was that three years ago probably yeah about, yeah, about three years ago well how how'd y'all do tonight i call him pretty good i ain't catching nothing <laughs> we smell fishing <laughs> Well, hey, that on the water, man. I've been there. Yeah, you called them all yesterday. We've got an online tournament going on at the Georgia High School Association going on this month. And last night, Michelle and I were we were about ready to turn it in, and then we start getting fish the middles, and it's the Henderson guys. <laughs> we're like, Here we go. It's, it's turning on, so, and there were some nice fish. Let me tell you, very nice, very nice. I yeah, told them, so like, tell them you need to text them back and tell them we're not going to judge these fish unless they tell us where they caught them. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> Very nice. So what are y'all's plans after the, the national championship? Or, or I mean, are, are you wanting to, are you, do you have your mind set on going to college and fishing or, or are you even thinking that far? Uh, I haven't really thought much about that, but I guess now I plan to. That's right. Oh yeah, you you're definitely in the right direction. Now. I feel like the that decision's been made, kind of. How about you, Will? You're you're a little older. Older. You 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 going to college to fish? If I can. Well, just bring that wind home from lacrosse. I think you'll slide right on in. There you go. That's right. So. Uh, Asking about prizes for that tournament, they're advertising uh, over three million in scholarships and prizes. Wow, yeah, <laughs> that's crazy. I I know the school that I went to, Montevallo. They, I mean, they they go out and they the big tournaments, the the state championship and national championship. They they go there and they try to sign kids to their school. That's that's how big it's gotten now. You know, that's right. awesome. Yeah. Y'all could go up there and have a college approach you up there. That would be insane. Yeah. They, they have a whole thing at, at that school where it's, they have their own dorms. They have a pole barn to keep all their, you know, all their boats in. It's, it's serious business nowadays, you know? It sounds like the draft for rednecks. I like it. <laughs> That's exactly what it is. I think, I think all they got to do is drop the, drop the paddle and fin podcast, you know, tell them they've been on the air. And I mean, we're kind of a big deal. That might not Hey, man, you can try put put it on that angler resume. We got Dan. Do we have anybody up that way? Where's who's, that? Who's, uh, the lacrosse. Who's the closest guy up there? Uh, well, Brian knows. Brian knows the lacrosse. He's been up there. So, so yeah. we'll get him to, to like follow him around and live stream during the thing. 
Uh, It'll be like your own kind of like Bassmaster coverage. <laughs> that would be. That'd be awesome. Well, cool. Uh, do y'all, we want to always give give y'all a chance. Uh, let you give a shout out to anybody you'd like to. If you have any sponsors, I, I know Freddie and, and Michelle. I'm sure y'all have some people helping out the trail. So, and we'll, we'll start with y'all too. Anybody you'd like to 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 give a shout out to? Yeah, definitely. Uh, you know, there's a, a couple of shops that we've been uh, working with closely with uh, Georgia High School, and that's uh, Westbrook Supply Co. and Coyote Outfitters out of uh, Watkinsville. They've been so wonderful and in, in supporting. I mean, even when this was just the concept, I mean, they were very excited, still are. And, uh, you know, the support that they've given us has been uh, wonderful. You know, they've introduced us and, and gotten us in touch with uh, – Yak Attack, who, uh, who did a wonderful job this first year, uh, you know, not really knowing what we were going to produce or what we were going to do, but just to build that relationship with some of these industry leaders has been wonderful. So hopefully with the results that we've gotten, you know, this year, we'll, we'll be able to kind of polish our resume and, and be able to get more for the anglers moving into next year. Um, one thing that I would like, and I, I wouldn't do our parents and our other teams, uh, I'd be doing them this, you know, disservice if I didn't ask Clint and the and the and the boys a question. But one of the things um, that I think a lot of our other parents would like to know is what you know, what give us three things that would help, or give us three things that you guys do on a constant to kind of prepare for for y'all's tournaments. I mean, what what are some advice to to some of our newer anglers and our parents just getting into it, but what would be the top three things that you would give an advice to, to someone just starting out on the high now school? Now y'all are on the spot too. So we got to hear three good answers <laughs> from each of you. In essay form. Yes. Exactly. Hey, y'all are both in school. You still remember what that means. I don't. Just keep fishing them. And just keep working your way up. If you don't catch them at first, just keep trying it. You'll eventually figure it out. That's one. Any preparation that you do? Uh, not really. No, <laughs> just show up, do best. Y'all do good. Oh, well, hey man, if, if that's what works for you, hey, well, good. I have a dad that knows how to do map study and homework. Do yeah, your homework. Google Maps. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, Google hey, if you show up cold, and, you know, you, you've got an open mind to it. You know, that, that could be a positive thing. Right. Very true. And try to talk to locals, see if they know anything about it. That's Give me one. tips on it. That's what we did on one tournament. And it helped us a lot. Doctor. Always be courteous on the water and be cordial and speak with people on the water because you never know what might come of it. <laughs> That's be respectful and be courteous to people, especially with how the world has gone insane lately. Absolutely. And that I think that's a good tip for anybody who, I mean, you can be out there sometimes and somebody, I think people just want to help each other. You'll be out on the water and talk to somebody and they're like, Hey, Oh yeah. Oh, go check that spot. And then, you know, then that turns out to be a deal. So yeah. Good advice there. Got, got any other hot tips for the up and coming? Uh, try new ways to fish. Don't do your same thing every time. Yeah. Like, try different lures that you never even thought of. New techniques. That's Don't a, be afraid to learn new techniques. Yeah. That's a big thing for me this year. It definitely taught me to be more versatile. Oh, yeah, Good especially fish. if you're talking about how you like to power fish and having to kind of force yourself to slow down, no. get outside of your comfort. It's a big help in growing. Fish your strengths and your confidence baits and techniques until they absolutely don't work. <laughs> and then don't be afraid to try something new. Just fish different than everybody else. Because if everybody's doing the same thing, the fish are going to get used to it. If you like do something different that you never think of, You'll get some bites you wouldn't got before. Good like bubblegum flukes. 
bubble gum. <laughs> yeah. What's angle? You're talking angling now. He's talking about angles and casting angles. Yeah. Not making the same casting angle that everybody else has got done bank mates. Yeah, that's, that's true. Whenever you're fishing offshore, that that can be a big one. Just going at them from a different angle, you can get them to fire up whenever they wouldn't before. That was actually something that it's funny we talk about that. I learned on Logan Martin. Um, a lot of guys out there know that you know throwing a Carolina rig works, but the guy that kind of showed me the area and helped me with my spot. He was like, you're going to be the only guy casting in that direction. Everybody's going to be casting at you, but I promise you'll be on the fish and they won't. And it worked. I just couldn't hook any of them. I missed every fish. I freaking, I don't even want to talk about that day. It was terrible. <laughs> it was cold. It was rainy. And the fishing was not in my favor, which I mean, I caught a couple. I think Dan, you had it way worse than I did. Yeah. I went up river, got blown out. Sorry. Literally. <laughs> Flew down the river. <laughs> Killing it before the la before the day of the tournament, and then you know, whatever it is, what it is. All right, All right so Will, Kale, Clint, anybody y'all want to give a shout out to? Will, make sure some. you thank your dad. Good time now. Yeah, <laughs> you can get places that most people can't. It's like if you go up the bank and fish towards like open water, that would just get different bites, also. Yeah, a lot of bass boats can't get in places to make that different cast. Y'all are going to have to figure out how to adapt that when you get up to lacrosse. Yeah. <laughs> We're going to scratch the ranger. <laughs> I was going to say, that ranger's going to come home beat up. It's not brand new. It can get scratched. <laughs> there you go. I had, I had an 05. That, that was a good boat. I had the 185 versus 05 ranger. It was a good boat. Yeah, we got 175. Yeah. All right. So, anybody y'all want to give a shout out to? Will and Kale? Mom, Momo. <laughs> Just, yeah, all my family, all my family members for uh, supporting me and all the local guys. They've always been there behind me to help motivate me. Uh, Knives, machetes, saws, and shears, multi-tools, shovels, swords, axes, spears, hatchets, and tomahawks. If it cuts, snips, slices, or chops, Midway USA has it. Find great gift ideas in our huge selection of pocket knives and other everyday carry folding knives. Make a statement or create a family legacy with one of our top-of-the-line hunting knives. We've got a great selection of manual and electric sharpeners, too. For just about everything for the outdoors, check out MidwayUSA.com. Uh, dugout bait and tackle. Um, uh oh, we're going to have a dugout Westbrook fighter. Yep, I'm waiting. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't know why. I just feel like in a second we're going to see Scott Butcher like fly into the screen out of nowhere. Y'all are so good. Y'all in Georgia, I mean, y'all are so blessed to have two great stores in your state. You know, not it's not me. Uh, Alabama is not the same here. Dugouts, did, you know, I've never been there. Don't know anybody from there. I know some guys affiliated with them, but I know it's good enough that a lot of our guys go there. They're willing to make the trip. So, dugout, from what I hear, those guys are there killing it. Too. I know for me, it's just over yeah. two hours, and there's a lot of people I drive over there to, to go to both those stores. So, yeah. And very Coyote, Coyote has Coyote's based out of Watkinsville, right outside of Athens. And they've got people coming from South Carolina, um, South Georgia, and we almost had to meet a guy down in Florida um, for Coyote. We did. Oh, wow. Yeah, we did. That's about the way yeah. to ICAST, actually. But yeah. So, um, so we've we've got several good shops in Georgia. Yeah. We're fortunate. Ooh. Very cool. What I about mean, you, Will? You got any shout-outs? Uh. I want to thank Clint for getting me involved with it and my parents for keeping me in it, helping me get there. There you go. Awesome, man. Man, I, I can't believe neither one of y'all want to shout out some honey. Barbara! <laughs> I don't, I don't, know. <laughs> I, don't know. I, I guess they wouldn't be named Barbara, but, you know. We, we know the girlfriends are watching. Yeah. <laughs> but there's probably too many to name, so I see what you're doing. you got to play the quiet um, game. Yeah, I see. <laughs> Smooth, smooth. Been that age, I remember. <laughs> Hopefully, my wife's not listening or watching this right now. Also, 
Uh, I also just want to uh, thank all the companies that have sponsored a uh, Fisherman Youth Program, uh, Omega Custom Tackle, uh, Dugout, and uh, uh, Berkeley Fishing. All they have been, they've been really good to us this year. Real crazy. Yeah, real crazy. That's where forget somebody. Sorry. You have to you have to take the little tip and you got to write them down on your hand before we get started. That way, you just kind of. So, so what Kel's talking about? He started. I started the fishers of men kayak fishing. Uh, we do a little Monday night at Rocky that we just got done with a little while ago. Uh, Kale decided the second year of it he wanted to start a youth division, and that's when we met Will and started fishing with Will. And Kale's built it to. I mean, you have to go in there and look at the pictures of all the the prizes Kale has for this year. So. If you're in this area and you got kids that like to fish, come on out and, and take some of these prizes because it's all there's, free. There's plenty of them. <laughs> Very cool. Yeah, Kel's awesome. doing big I mean, stuff to only be 14, man. You got your head uh, in the right place. That's, that's absolutely right. Clint and, and the boys had mentioned another one, which is Southeastern uh, kayak, kayak anglers, and they, they do an, a monthly online, and that was that, that has been going for, for quite a while now, and it's a great opportunity for kids to – jump in on as we all know you know that's something that you can do simultaneously as you're fishing live tournaments or other online so you know we definitely want to to support them as well um you know the, the people running that organization have been very supportive of everything that we've done on the high school side and helping to share and, and things like that so huge shout out to uh, to southeastern uh, youth kayak anglers for sure and you know again it's one of those things find their facebook page get signed up and uh you know Submit those, submit those fish for some great prizes. I mean, they get so much support from a lot of these clubs, uh, adult clubs here in Georgia, and uh, donations and prizes and things like that. So there's a lot of great opportunity for for youth there. And the nice thing about them is that they don't have an age limit. So the you know there's there's different categories that they have within their division. So it's not just for high school level. You know, it's it's youth. So it's a great program. We That's have preteen team and collegiate of all the age divisions covered. So you don't have somebody that's like let's say like nine years old fishing against somebody that's a senior in high school. So it definitely evens the playing field there. Nice. Cool. Well yeah, I I hope to see y'all, you know, obviously I want y'all to do great in the, the championship and you know, bring it back home. And uh, but I hope to see y'all explode in the kayaks too, and man, I this is the the perfect time for y'all to be doing what you're doing with the growth of the sport as it is. You could you could excel to the top of these boards in a hurry, and y'all definitely have got your your heads in the right place, and you got good people behind you, and you're in a great place to fish. Uh, I'd like to see y'all should come over to Alabama, come hang out with me and Dan. I love to fish with y'all. Jim Ware was saying earlier that y'all beat up on the on the adults fishing too, so I ain't afraid to take a butt whipping. So y'all can come on over here. Anytime y'all want to come over here in Birmingham earlier, holler at me. I'll put you on some fish. I'm up on the I'm up in North Alabama on the Tennessee River. If you ever want to fish, you know, Pickwick, Wheeler, Wilson, anything like that, y'all holler at me. I got I could shove y'all in a spare room in the house or something like that. I his area. I got coots spots. That's about it. All right, so Freddie. Yeah. Oh, go ahead, man. Just want to say thank y'all for being on show. Uh, you know, try not to get too ruined by that bass boat your dad got, and, <laughs> and we'll see you in a kayak out on the water. That's right. And Freddie, Michelle, I just wanted to thank y'all again for coming on to uh, help explain how y'all do this. And you know, I hope a lot of people are paying attention to what y'all are doing with the high schools and how that's working. And I, I want to see more states you know, get involved. I'd love to say that I'd be the front runner for that for Alabama, but I've, I'm already doing a, trying to do too much. And so I hope somebody wants to jump on board and bring that here. Cause I know that there's a lot of high schools here that would love to get in on it for the same reasons we talked about earlier, but you know, hats off to y'all and doing a good job. So just keep doing what y'all are doing. And well, Michelle, you, you keep doing what you're doing. Freddie just meant to be there, I guess. I'm just glad somebody acknowledges. No, I'm just kidding. Um, we, we each have our respective roles, and it takes both of us to get it all done. It really does. She's That's being good. Okay. She is. When the camera goes off, she's going to be like, I told you. But, yeah, but next you know, time, we'll just have Michelle on. We'll just 
there you go. I, I, I'll, I'll be happy to do that. <laughs> no, I think, thanks again. And really do appreciate what y'all are doing for all the high school kids. And I mean, that'll even go back to the kids coming up into high school, middle school kids will see it. Parents will get involved. Y'all are doing a good job. Good things. I'm sorry. We no. did forget to give a shout out to big bear rods. They've been a, um, a huge supporter of us as well. Um, not only adult, but high school side as well. And uh, we really appreciate all they do. Definitely. I've never had one, but I've admired their rods. They, they, I love their design. They have some very cool rods. They do. They do. I got. I got to give a. I got to give a quick shout out to my boy, Sharp Lunker Hunter Jones. I saw him commenting on here. You, my boy, Blue. <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right, y'all. Thank y'all, and, and and good luck up there in Wisconsin. Bring it home, fellas. Yep. Yes. Good luck, guys. Good luck, guys. Can't wait Go to hear. Okay. All right, there we go. I just saw Jim Ware said that he was going to be at the NAC on Pickwick. Hopefully, yeah. I will actually get to fish that event. Don't be there, Jim. I'm I'm planning on fishing that. I don't, I don't need you there, buddy. Come on, take take that one off. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so we we uh, definitely appreciate them being on show. But we had a bunch of tournaments going on last weekend. We'll run through some of those now. Uh, as always, I'm sorry if I butcher your name. I'm from Mississippi. School systems aren't very good. Um, yeah, the Iowa Kayak Anglers, they were on Mississippi River Pools 9 and 10, had 43 anglers. First place was Zach Gibbons with 83 and a half. Second, Matt Hines with 83 and a quarter. And Tyler Cole in third with 81 inches. Next was Andorondack KBF Lake Champlain, 39 anglers. First, Tyler Sweet, 90 and a half. Adam Tripp in second with 89 and three quarter and Brendan Matisse, the painter, the fish painter, I guess they call him. Uh, I made that up. 87 and a half. Uh, next was a KBF Southeast regional on Lake Loudon. And there was a river also on there. Um, day one had 24 anglers, Russ Snyder's, Ari Mil Milton and Alan Reed yeah, uh, under the radar fishing there. They got first, second and third. And day two seven went down 17 anglers. And I'm wondering why KBF is having a little bit um, lower turnout, but I think some of that's traveling. You know, I, I think maybe a lot of people aren't quite up to traveling yet. So the numbers have been yeah, a little bit. Back to work. So it's not like normal where you can squeeze the whole weekend tournament out. So a lot of people are probably having to run back on Sundays. Yeah. It's it's tough. So I I think as we go, even though the numbers have been lower for some of the travel events, I think they're going to start creeping up the longer we get in the season. Oh yeah. Uh, day two, Barry Davis, eighty-seven and a quarter. Second, Russ Snyder's went from first to second, so he definitely put some money in his pocket with eighty-five inches. And Jimmy McClurkin in third. Uh, next was the NYKBF on Atizo Lake, eighty-five anglers. This was a three-fish limit. Uh, Scott Reynolds with 57 and a quarter, second Forrest, uh, Forrest Bu Buchan, Buchan, I, I don't know. Forrest B. Yeah, the B man. Uh, 57 inches. Third was Brandon Lewis with 54 and a quarter. Uh, next, Natural State Kayak Anglers, they were on Pumpback. Never heard of Pumpback, but that sounds like a fun place. I want to go there now. Yeah, Pumpback. 59 <laughs> anglers. <laughs> First was John Watford with 93. Dwayne Beatty with 89 and a half and Justin Brewer with 85 and a quarter. Uh, next up was Kayak Anglers Tournament Series. This is a, a Texas club. They were on Lake Travis, had 56 anglers. First was Brian Scarber uh, with 84 and three quarter. Caden Pwazic with, uh, I don't know, some 8.75. I missed a number there. And third, Jacob Muller with 82 and a half. And uh, a new one that... 8.75. Yeah, some... 8.75, so he's in between 84 and 82. He did a great job in that second. And one I don't think we've ever talked about before, but I thought was interesting, had 33 anglers, Long Island kayak bass fishing. They were on Pinnacock River. Um, the first place was Paul Bonnet 
with 73 and a half. It was tough. There was only five people had limits, so it was tough fishing for sure. Ryan Rainier with 71 and three quarter and third was David, David Cressetti with 69 and a half. So congratulations to all the winners and everybody who did well. You know, it's, it's nice to see things getting back to normal. And people I'm have- hoping uh, something that we didn't talk, the tournament that we didn't talk about is I know there was an event up on, Oh I yeah. Think it was Lake St. Clair. Where? Oh, the top. I, I had that written down. I don't know how I missed it. You got, you still got it right there though. No, I, I think that page got cut off, but yeah, they, they had overfit is Mayak is Michigan and Ohio angle. Mayo. Yeah. Yeah. Mayo. They had, 50 some people and 20 over 20, 24 people had over 90 inches. Yeah. I think they, I think what I read, I think Christine Fisher was the one that said it. I think 95 inches didn't get you a check. Yeah. Our guy, Josh Eldridge, he fished it and he, he had 93 inches and didn't cut a check. Yeah. He was, I think 93 and he was 16th. That's insane. That's madness. So Yeah. Lake St. Clair, if it's not on your bucket list, it needs to be. Cause I'm sorry we don't have it. I want to say the winner of that broke 100. I think it was 120, 100 inches, 25, something like that. Yeah, right at 100. Uh, I forget his name. He's on native team. Uh, yeah, but good guy. He's been around and fishing a lot. He's uh, His YouTube is The Mitten Outdoors, M-I-T-T-E-N. So I know his YouTube. I, I, can't, I think it's Cantwell is his last name, but yeah. That was a great event. Definitely a place to be, St. Clair. So yeah, that's a that's that's a big one on my bucket list. I'm, yeah, for sure. I want to get up there. And lacrosse, where those two guys are going. That's a. That's I was supposed to go up there this year for the bass event up there. That I haven't heard anything about it because it was later in the year. I don't know if it's been postponed or. I'm sure it has. I haven't. I haven't really been keeping up with everything because of everything going on and yeah. blowing my shoulder out. It doesn't really matter. I can't fish right now anyway. So. Are you doing okay, by the way? I was until the day. I, uh, I'd i got most of my range of motion back, and I only really hurt if I've got my hand like in the underhand position and there's weight. And then I was working today. I slipped and started to fall like literally down a embankment, and I caught myself, and it wrenched my arm behind my head. And the only reason I can move it right now is because I'm on so much pain medicine right now, but... Yeah, it just about put me in tears and then pissed me off because now I'm back to square one with recovery. Mm, man, I'm I'm feeling for you. Yeah, right. Look, look, look at this. Oh, he'll be donating. Come yeah, on, right? Yeah, right. So, uh, so yeah, hey, everybody, thanks for watching. Uh, again, Thursday night is going to be the new time for the OG show. Brian Schiller, uh, he'll be on Thursday nights live. That'll be his new night and time. And also, I know last Sunday we had uh, six anglers from the losers bracket on the Paddle and Fin Spring Madness. Next, this Sunday, we're going to have some more. I know I'm fishing. I think there's a few of us fishing that day. So we're getting towards the end. So at uh, over $3,000 cash and prizes, I know we're going to do an update on the brackets before too long, kind of give a list of who's probably still in it. So we're trying to figure it out right now. But, uh, yeah, so be looking for our prizes are coming. Uh, hopefully, I think the weekend in June, we're going to be done, hopefully. Maybe the first week of July will be the last time. So uh, we have our the winner of the winner's bracket, Dustin Nichols, Dudu. He uh, he's works in a plant, so just trying to figure out what's some time and what does work. But, uh, yeah, so prizes going to be happening. But this Sunday, you can watch us fish and – yeah, hopefully it'll be some big fish catches. We'll see. Thank you. Well, thanks, everybody. Thanks for watching. And as always, uh, yeah, wear your PFDs. Be safe. I heard about somebody getting killed on the water last weekend. So please be careful. Be careful. And we'll see you here next Monday live with Lord knows who. <laughs> Somebody new. We'll Somebody new. Yeah. Thanks, guys.
Thanks for tuning in to another killer episode on Paddle and Finn. Don't forget to go check out our website at Paddle, the letter N, and Finn.com. Don't forget to check out the YouTube channel at Paddle and Finn. If you got a question, comment, want to hear from a future guest on a future episode, feel free to email us at Paddle, the letter N, and Finn at gmail.com. Don't forget to follow us on social media at Paddle and Finn on Facebook and Instagram. Shout out to our show supporters, Angler, the Angler Button and app just makes for a better time on the water and creates a virtual logbook for every fishing outing out on the water. Shout out to Rocktown Adventures located in Northern Illinois for all your kayaking, camping, and hiking needs. TRC Covers, protect your investment. Catch Products, shout out to Catch Products. Go to catchproducts.com and put the Paddle in Fin logo directly on your catch board. Shout out to Jigmasters Jigs. When in doubt, get the jig out. Go to jigmasters.com, use promo code PNF20 and save 20% on all your jig and tackle needs. Four in the morning. Join me, Chef Jean-Paul Bourgeois, and the whole crew here at Duck Camp Dinners every Monday at 8 p.m. Eastern on Waypoint TV. I'm Will Cooper host of HuntStand's Make Your Mark podcast. If you haven't already, download the free Waypoint TV app to listen to our podcast and watch the original films from HuntStand Presents anywhere, anytime, and on any device.